Welcome to A Work in Progress with Mark and Pete. Hello. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're you're well. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> I'm good. That's what my wife would say, which was different from what I was used to, is she always says well. So if you mm-hmm. ask her how she's doing, I'm instead well. of saying, saying good, which technically I think is the right way to say it, like, how are you feeling? I'm feeling well. Yeah, I'm feeling well. Like health-wise, I'm feeling well. Yeah. But most people that I know growing up wouldn't say that. See, I view it as like I'm good, like my circumstances are good. You wouldn't mm. say my circumstances are well. True. Yeah. But mm. now I say well a decent amount because well. Shireen says it, so mm. it feels right. Do you say anything else? I say all sorts of things. <laughs> just look at episode one through 14, 15. <laughs> I say, do you say anything else? No, I just say I'm well. I'm programmed for one <laughs> phrase. I'm... <laughs> I'm not from like Shireen. Like, I do know you, what you mean. Do you I'm say just any like jerk. Jamaican phrases or anything? Um, no, I don't know. I'm sure there are some. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But uh, like the longer we're together, we definitely like slowly morph and like take mm. on things that the other person says and does. Mm. It's kind of our own. And I it's think. like a Wisconsin Jamaican mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Was the bubbler man? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> That's a good Wisconsin-Jamaican combo. Yeah. No, Shreen, actually, it's kind of sad because I love when little bits of her Jamaican accent come out. Mm-hmm. But it's so rare because kids are brutal, especially like high school kids are just mean. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they <clears throat> essentially bullied her Jamaican accent out of her. No way. Yeah. Like she got made fun of a lot in high school uh, because she sounded Jamaican. That's crazy. Yeah, so she did basically everything she could to Americanize her accent as much as possible. So And she like bring it back on command? Um, I think it's so gone that it's not even like part of her anymore because it's she moved here when she was fourteen, so um that's like over half her life she's been here now. So mm. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think it comes out when she's reading. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, mm. especially if she's like reading the Bible. Yeah. Because that's she grew up reading the Bible, like in Jamaica. Yeah. So I think that kind of like reverts to how she would read it when she was a kid. Mm. Those like the way she pronounces things. I have, I would love to hear her read. I have a, a Bible that's written in like Hawaiian pigeon language, which is like similar. I've I never feel heard like. of Hawaiian pigeon. You've never heard of Hawaiian pigeon? Never. It's like the, like the colloquial language of Hawaii. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so, so they're slang essentially, right? Yeah, like a lot of brother man okay. stuff like that. Cool. Um, and so, yeah, so I have, but like it's the New Testament written in Hawaiian pidgin. Sweet. Which I feel like is it would be similar to Jamaican. Where'd like you get Islander that? Islander language. Someone gave it to me. Oh. Who was Hawaiian? They weren't Hawaiian, but they liked Hawaiian culture. Okay. Yeah, and cool. so they were like, "Hey, have this." <laughs> I was like, "Cool, thanks." It's like, <laughs> like. When people read it, the way it's written, um, it kind of like comes out as like very urban, like a bonics, like, mm, yeah. um, but it's not that. Mm. So when people read it who are not Hawaiian mm. or Islander, they're very confused, very racist. Oh, <laughs> very, gotcha. It comes across as not appropriate. I uh, gotcha. So, uh, but I like it because I like to appreciate the culture. Sure. <laughs> not, not to be confused with appropriate. Appreciate don't appropriate. <laughs> Did I say appropriate? Or no, you said appreciate. Said, yeah, yeah. I don't like to appropriate. Yeah. 
<laughs> my dad would always use that phrase, not to be confused with. Like, mm. um, yeah. I don't even know a good way to use it because it has to be contextual, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Anyways. Mm. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm warm, thanks to you, but I'm good. Mm. Um, not just being in your presence. <laughs> that doesn't just make you me did a workout. I did a workout that, that, that I own and operate. Right, it went well. Mm. Um, but yeah, things are going well. Things are going well. Cool. We have a uh, we have a few shorts out there that are are causing some dissension. Oh yeah, the pink one. The pink one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I still I still uh agree with our point. I yeah. think it makes sense. Yeah. I think and so like I first noticed it the most because you had the video a while back that caused a lot of outrage. Mm. Which one? About the communication between men and oh, women. Oh yeah. Dude, I had it was... probably thousands of comments from angry women. Yeah. Yeah. But like it wasn't your point at all. No. Well mm. and I actually had this thought recently of how communication is to them to a mass audience is almost impossible. It's impossible because they are going because your intention can be skewed, mm-hmm. your perspective and your bias and all these things are going to be skewed based on their perspective, bias, and what they assume your intentions are. Yeah. So it's like impossible to uh, do a good job of communicating to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Because there's just going to be people who are like, oh, well, you meant this and you missed this. And it's like, well, first of all, it was a 60 yeah. second video. Yeah. You don't You're know who I am. You're a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And That's you the missed thing, it completely. Like, people like establish these like character assessments out of like a few seconds of a video clip. Yeah. It's really They're funny. Like, because you said this, this right. is who you are. Yeah. 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 But that's why communicating to the masses is like. It's really tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, I think as as a pastor, and I mentioned this with the guys uh, last episode, too, is that, like, as a pastor, when you're preaching, you're preaching to a specific context. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how it would be possible to, like, preach to more than your context, to just preach, like, a generic sermon that isn't specific um, I mean, people do it all the time at like those mega churches and stuff. And I know, but I feel like it's like it's missing missing the call. Yeah, yeah, but I, there's even a difference between I would say watching your sermon online, even if I'm part of the congregation, and being there in person. Yeah, the same exact message. I'm part of the congregation, like right. But I, you receive it differently, I feel like, when you're there and being spoken to. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, it's definitely contextual. But um, I think there are generic messages that you can use to reach yeah. 90% of people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to not have any, to have that context, I guess. Well, yeah. And so, so we, there have been several times where after a sermon people have come up and been like, why didn't you come down harder on this issue or mm. why didn't you address this issue? Yeah. Um, it's like, cause it's not applicable to our congregation and our place. Mm. Like while Fox news and CNN says that's what the important topic is within our context, that's not the important topic. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to address what everybody needs to hear. Yeah. I'm going to address what our congregation needs to hear. Yeah. Same thing. Um, 
And mm-hmm. so there's a little bit of that too. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good thing from your perspective to, to reach people on a, you know, face to face level. Cause if you think of it, it's kind of like if you were going to, um, like say if you're going to therapy mm-hmm. and the therapist just gave totally. you a general context, like non-contextual, like, yeah. Hey, this works for most people. Yeah. I've tried this. So why don't you do that? It's like, mm-hmm. well, you didn't even listen to what I said. Yeah. You're just giving this. Whereas like if your congregation, especially if you don't have a huge congregation, mm-hmm. you know, kind of where everybody's at. Exactly. Yeah. If they're all kind of hurting in this way, mm-hmm. they need a message that's going to relate to that so, yeah. versus just your cookie cutter message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Which is interesting because the bigger you like a person gets or the larger audience they reach, you'd think like the less context they can have and the less, um, or the more like cookie cutter it has to become so they can apply to that audience. So like people who grow in an audience over time, you almost have to make it less of a, face-to-face thing or yeah. one-on-one thing, which is a shame, but yeah, that's kind of the cost or the trade-off for reaching more people, I think. It's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> it's the way the cookie crumbles. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, so I saw someone post on Facebook today, one of my dear friends posted a, a beautiful post about what success is mm. um, and not feeling successful because... Everyone around them says that success is what you have, having the most money, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that struggle is very common. Yeah. That that a lot of people struggle with, um, I guess, seeing any value or worth in what they've done mm-hmm. because, well... The the vast majority of people say that that what success is is when you've obtained or reached these certain milestones. Yeah, it's keeping up with the Joneses, right? Like, yeah, it's comparison. It's all that stuff. Of mm-hmm. once we have this, we'll be happy. Yeah. Um, which I, I think even people who know that's not true will still Without be in that trap, myself included. Um, but then you hear so many like celebrities who like are depressed or like unalive themselves Mm -hmm. because they're, there's no happiness or joy, even though they quote unquote have everything. They have it all. Um, I just saw an interview with, uh, Dax Shepard. Do you know who that is? Actor. Yeah. So Kristen Bell's husband. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Kristen Bell was my celebrity crush. Okay. So you know for sure who that is. Dax Shepard. You hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love the without a paddle. I thought that was a hilarious movie, but he's in that one. Have you seen that? No, he's Kristen Bell's husband. That's, that's all you know. That's <laughs> You're like, I refuse to watch anything he's in. <laughs> will not support it. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That is> so funny. <laughs> um, but he does podcasts and he did an interview and he used to be like hard into like drugs and alcohol and stuff like rock bottom kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talked about how, um, when he was younger, his goal was to be an actor and to be in movies and all that stuff. And he said at that point where he was, um, he was in movies. He had checked off everything off of his, like, I want mm. list. Like he's got the money, he's got the fame, he's got the movies and all this stuff. And he said he was absolutely miserable. Mm. Um, but he was on like drugs and alcohol and like really bad. Um, and he said he didn't find like joy until he got rid of that stuff and focused more on like what's important. Yeah. Which I would say is God and family. 
Um, I don't know if he's religious or not. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. <laughs> right. That, that probably helped his joy slightly. Yeah. Um, it really wasn't that infatuated. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But you're right. I mean, those things that, that everybody says, this is what will make you happy. Don't yeah. make us happy. So why is it, do you think that we continue to return to that? Um, hor- hormones in our brain. Mm. Uh, it's like dopamine and endorphins and all that stuff. Uh, the interesting thing is dopamine is the, I think it's a hormone. Um, uh, it's more dopamine is we, I want more. So mm. if you have a piece of chocolate or something, let's mm-hmm. just say for example, and you really like it and you get a hit, hit of dopamine mm. feels good. It's, um, like wavelengths. It's a hit, but it goes right back down mm. and then you want more and you, the anticipation, anticipation of more of that thing gives you a little hit and then you want more and you want more and you want more. The problem is there's never, an, there is no end game, mm-hmm. right? So if it's alcohol, um, you have your first drink and you're like, oh, I feel better. Let's get more of that, mm-hmm. right? And then the crashes are so hard and you're like, oh, well, we need to do that again. Same thing with like nicotine or cocaine or caffeine or food, like anything is more, 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 more because you need to get that hit to like, because you want it again. Mm. So it's all just the biology of our brain to be designed to like strive for something. It's just we're Mm -hmm. looking at the wrong things that don't actually bring, it's a short-term reward uh, followed by a quick crash mm. that we then want just more so they get that short-term reward again. Yeah. Um, and it's just a repetitive cycle. The problem is then you usually, depending on what the substance is, need more than you had the first time to continue mm. to get the level of dopamine that you got from the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the crashes are harder. So then you want more to, you know, it's just an ugly cycle yeah. of uh but every not everybody some people are perfect but the majority <laughs> of us struggle with um with those things and uh i think it's only when you find to give up the strive for more 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 mm-hmm. that you can actually find peace and joy and happiness because mm-hmm. like i just i know i'm talking a lot and rambling but i love it go for it um i was just thinking of like the two extremes right so from a, like a secular standpoint, right? Like sex, drugs, rock and roll, like all the, you know, things that just mm-hmm. make you feel good. Like you could have all the drugs in the world, all the sex in the world, all the like rock and roll, rock and roll in the world. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that might not, doesn't really do it for me, but yeah, all the rock and roll in the world. Um, and you could just have it to the max, yeah. right? But you're still going to have a, a come down, a crash, uh, a recoil where you're not feeling good and you're going to need more. Yeah, to get there again. It, to, to feel good again. Versus if you get rid of all of those things and like, let's say you're just like fasting. So you're not eating anything for a little while. You're not on your phone. You're not on social media for a while. Um, and you just have nothing. You're just spending time with like people you love, like mm. quality face-to-face time. No screens, no food, no music. Like you get rid of everything. No, no alcohol, no drugs. Mm-hmm. Like if you're there, you can have way more peace, joy, contentment mm. than you can with all of the um, like stimulants in the world. Mm. 
which is crazy because it's like you'd rather i'd it's hard to to get your brain to like be okay with that because you want to chase the easy thing mm-hmm. um but so many of us are already hooked on something that gives us that that mm-hmm. we are like oh well i need more of that yeah and everyone who quote unquote has an issue with something thinks that theirs isn't the big deal exactly someone else's is yeah oh well i drink too much but at least i don't smoke mm-hmm. i eat too much well at least i don't smoke and drink mm-hmm. at least i don't do crack mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right it's stuff like that and it's like um i spend too much time on my phone but at least i don't x y and z mm-hmm. right um so everybody thinks that their thing isn't a big deal um but if you think about like trying to give it up and you're just like, no, I can't, I need this thing. It's like, okay, it's a big deal. Yeah. Like if you can't be without it, it's a big deal. And I think, I think there's so many things that create that in us that we don't even realize are creating that in us. Sure. Oh yeah. And so, so I think there's almost an art to identifying those things in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's easy to say drugs are that thing and alcohol is that thing mm-hmm. and sex is that thing. Mm-hmm. But I think there's so many things in our oh, life yeah. that, that create that. And to an extent, like our body was made to create that. Mm-hmm. Like there's, we are supposed to have those dopamine hits for mm-hmm. different things in life. Mm-hmm. And so it's not the fact that like there's things that are, raising our dopamine that's the problem mm-hmm. it's what we're doing to to do that yeah um it's like abusing the system yeah a little bit yeah. and it's it's like you said finding these easier natural ways to um to kind of give us this feeling mm-hmm. that we're naturally supposed to have just in life yeah um but i mean whether it's uh, whether it's likes on Facebook, whether it's um, just people giving you compliments, like that was that's that's always been a hard one for me. Is like I'm a people pleaser, so I have a huge dopamine hit when like people tell me that like when they like affirm something I did, mm-hmm. and in and of itself that's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Like that's there's good parts to that. Yeah, but when my whole strive is just for other people to tell me that I'm doing good and I'm okay, yeah, that's where it gets to be yeah. a little bit um, not good. Yeah, and that's the thing with a lot of things. I mean, well, like with drinking, drinking, drinking itself isn't bad, but drinking mm-hmm. to an extreme where it's yeah, we it's live in a world of identity. excess. It's yeah. all excess. Yeah, yeah, especially in our country. I mm-hmm. mean, everything is so accessible. And we think that's the the definition of ex, of excess success. Success is excess. Excess is success. Wow, the definition of success is excess. Is excess, and then you get excess, and you realize that's not success. It's like um, Jim Carrey said, uh, "I wish everyone could get rich and famous to realize that you don't want to be rich and famous." Wow, and uh, I, I think it's it seems to be true based on just things I've heard from. And then you just look at like paparazzi videos of like Justin Bieber, Mm. like over the years, you'll see him like, he's so stoked and happy at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then when he's like in his twenties, he's like, please just leave me alone. Like I'm just trying to go for a walk. And like, remarkably, he's still polite. But like, could you imagine like having no privacy, people are following you everywhere you go. You'd be like, okay, that'd be fun maybe for like a day just to like feel that Ad, adulation mm-hmm. is that the right word yeah. i don't know but like um from people like the attention would be fun yeah. but 
You don't want that full time. Yeah. Nobody wants that full time. Not even the famous people do. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of just want like the, the idea of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And we, and we look for it in places and in contexts of life that, mm-hmm. and, and that's the scary thing that like a lot of these things that we participate in excess of are good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just we bombard what is good mm-hmm. to the point that it's excess, like yeah. you said. Yeah. It's hard to like stop like having like one bite or one mm-hmm. sip mm-hmm. or one hit or one whatever, you know. It's yeah. like we always want more, 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 which again comes back to like that's kind of how your brain is wired is like more for those for certain things. Yeah. Um, I kind of like think of... So everything is like pro and con, up, down, yin, yang, work, Mm -hmm. reward. So there's a certain amount of like sacrifice for reward, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So if I spend an afternoon building a table and I'll feel the reward and the hit of like dopamine and like good feelings after I'm done and I look at it and be like, my work's paid off. Mm Mm-hmm. We live in a day and age where I can just order that table online and not even think about it because I'm using a credit card. However, the sacrifice is the money that I paid. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we don't even have the money that we're putting towards that. We don't think about that. So now I have this table. I don't feel good because I didn't build it. I didn't put the work in. Mm -hmm. And the sacrifice, because you can't get something without the sacrifice. There's no up without a down. Yeah. So the sacrifice is then stress and anxiety over I have debt now mm. because this table and I didn't like work for it, mm-hmm. right? So eventually you will have to work for it to pay it off yeah. on the back end, yeah. which is harder. Um, but we're very much front end quick now. Yeah. And we're like, oh, I don't even have to worry about the sacrifice. It's like, no, it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I won't work out for the next 10 years mm-hmm. because I don't want to like struggle. It's like, Oh, well the sacrifice and the struggle is coming. Yeah. Uh, you're going to not feel great for basically the rest of your life, yeah, exactly. you know? So there's always a, a sacrifice to the reward and we're front loading the reward in our society because it feels good right now. And it's crazy how the, the dopamine hit is still there. It just yeah. looks different. Mm-hmm. Like Anne Descartes is now our dopamine hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's wild. And we're front loading it and then we feel awful later mm-hmm. not thinking of like, oh, I'm going to have to pay this off eventually. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. And we wonder why we're all uh, anxious and restless and mm. stressed out. It's like, because you're front loading all of your stuff. Yeah. I feel like these are are probably issues that have been dealt with for generations. Um, But I wonder how different it has looked for other generations. Sure. Like what, what, what was the dopamine hit of the 1700s and mm. the 1800s? Like, um, and just those things have changed so much. Yeah. There's probably still sex and drugs. But. Probably. <laughs> I don't know what they had, but. <laughs> um, but, but, but what kind of, do we live in a world where there really is a lot more or are they just different? I, I think it's. I think it's definitely easier access to things because mm. everything is just your phone, your screen, you click, 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 yeah. whatever you need, whatever you want. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. And like that. 
Um, and I think that's a big problem again with like stress, anxiety, depression is when it was in the 1700s and you had issues, you had to deal with it. Yeah. Now you can run away immediately into your phone. Yeah. Uh, anytime you're slightly uncomfortable, mm. like you have a five second delay and you're by yourself. Boop. I'm on my phone. Yep. I don't want to have to deal with my own thoughts and all the problems I have and issues I need to deal with. Mm-hmm. Let me just go play games or scroll social media or buy something. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Without a doubt. When I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. I'm not saying that I don't do it. I'm not. I'm when, uh, when I'm sitting there in silence, I just feel guilty because I should be doing something. So let me scroll TikTok. Then and I won't usually feel when you anymore. feel guilty because you're not doing something, you probably are supposed to be doing something. Yeah, like watching TikToks. <laughs> yeah. For for business. For business. It's a professional reason for understand trends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. The world we live. Yeah. It's got to be I mean, I I don't know you're much more of a social media influencer. Um it's got to be kind of hard to like do do that. And be involved in all of that and mm-hmm. not get sucked into it. Yeah, it's almost impossible. I've gone through cycles of deleting everything and then bringing it back, deleting everything, bringing it back. Like Shreen and I, um, not long ago, when TikTok first came out, well, not first came out, but whatever, Instagram had to compete with them mm-hmm. for reels, right? Um, so they basically copied TikTok yeah. with the reels. Uh, and they would pay Instagram creators based on the views they would get off of the reels. Yeah. Um, so there was incentive for creators to make reels on Instagram. Instead of TikToks, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Shri and I actually made like a little bit of money because of the views we would get on mm-hmm. Instagram through our Instagram account and reels. They stopped doing that now. Oh, um, yeah? Because I think Instagram reels are solidified enough that yeah. they're like, you know, everyone yeah. knows it's a thing now. We don't need to keep paying people. Yeah. Um, but now they do it on Facebook. They do? Yeah, you, you get paid for Facebook Reels. Oh, really? I think I made like four bucks. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to link up our uh I never cashed account. in anything. It's still in, in Oh, there. it's still it's in limbo. Facebook still owes me. Yeah. <laughs> it still owes four me. bucks. Yeah. I'll hold them to it. Don't After worry. After taxes, that's like $2. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Big money. Yeah. Big money. But uh, it really is an issue because... Um, it's tough to just post and not scroll. Mm, totally. Because you're going to well, go back realistically or like it makes sense that you want to go back mm-hmm. and see how what you posted is performing. Mm-hmm. But then once you check and see how it's performing, then you go and scroll because you're already on the app. Why wouldn't you just check something yeah. out for five minutes that turns into five hours? Yeah. Oops, there's my day. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, um, I feel like I can get off of most things, but TikTok is just insane. Yeah. Because my, that what I think about is how like on YouTube, YouTube like exploded. But the downside of YouTube was you had to go to it with intention of what you wanted to watch because you had to search for it. Yeah. Before TikTok came out. Yeah. And now I sound like this because I have stuffy nose from allergies, by the way. <laughs> but, um, now TikTok will tell you what you want this to is, watch. This is what you want you to watch. You just open it and it's like, oh yeah, I did want this because <laughs> you know all the stuff this I've liked terrifying. Yeah. and my algorithm and all that stuff. And it's like, uh, you're reading my brain. So I don't have to even think enough to go to YouTube and search something to watch. Mm-hmm. It, you know, my phone tells me for me what 
what yeah. I'd like to watch. And it's correct. It is it is <laughs> crazy how much you can get to know about a person just by scrolling through their TikTok. Oh, I've like, never done that, but I'm sure it would work. Yeah, you, you go on someone else's TikTok for five minutes. You're like, oh, you are weird. <laughs> you're into all of these things. Well, it's really not funny. It's not funny, but there are like pastors and youth pastors out there. They're like- sure. Like stay away from TikTok. All that's on there is like these terrible videos of scantily clad, dressed women. You're like, that's mm. not on my TikTok, buddy. It's, it's based <laughs> off of what you spend the most time watching. You should and be liking. careful. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of just gave yourself away. That's right. Yeah, my uh, my TikTok is pretty much entirely stand up comedy. Yeah, I get a good <laughs> amount of stand up comedy. <laughs> yep. Pretty much all it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of church humor. I get a lot of like uh, music stuff. No, oh, yeah. Um, like punk kind of like alternative rock. Yeah. Like music things. Yeah. Uh, whether it's like musicians or um, people lip syncing like to the songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. That and stand up comedy are probably like the most two common. And sketches, like comedy yeah. sketches, not just people doing stand up mm-hmm. comedy, but like yeah, different totally. sketch groups like doing the funny bit. Yeah. I've, I love those, dude. You, um, <laughs> we've talked about you should stay away from this, and now we're talking about that we do it. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you and Shireen have a similar algorithm? Um, I haven't looked at what no. her algorithm is. No, April she, and I, regu- like, all the time are sending each other videos. and like, oh, yeah, I saw that one this morning. No. Well, I do know what sh- some of what she sees, and it's a lot of, like, uh, home improvement, kind of like HGTV kind of stuff. Gotcha. And then a lot of mom stuff because oh, she'll always like watch yeah, the mom and baby family things. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then she'll send me a, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we redid our living room to make it look like this? And I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> Let's front load it by buying it and then <laughs> suffer because we don't have the money for it later. <laughs> I think we should purge social media right now. Yeah. <laughs> And stop getting these ideas. <laughs> I, I will say I have done, and I know this. It's so frustrating because I know. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm getting to my point. I know that when I have in the past deleted my social medias, I have felt better. I have felt more present and I've been more productive. Mm-hmm. But the fear of missing out on whatever is on there or like, I have this delusion that I could become uh, because I watch too much Gary V, you know, mm-hmm. Gary V of like, oh, well, you got to post. You got to put stuff out there because you're building a brand of yourself. I don't know what he does. You don't know who what he does? And I know who he is because I see his videos all the time. Yeah. No, I can't figure out what he does. Oh, he, he's a, he has a media uh, company who like will run... Uh, marketing for different brands okay so like let's say you have a sneaker brand yeah. that you want it to expand yeah he'll like basically take over your instagram tiktok facebook he'll make all the stuff for you and like um his okay. company his company will yeah and they obviously they do a good job because he's huge but yeah. um yeah you feel like oh well i'm not actively building my brand so i'm mm. sacrificing for the meanwhile you know i haven't Clean the kitchen in two weeks yeah. because I'm scrolling on TikTok because I need to for, for business reasons. It's yeah. like, I've even made a penny off of it. <laughs> what am right. I doing? Like I'm wasting my time here. <laughs> I can't watch another video of somebody, you know, talking about a product I don't care about. You know, it's just, yeah. 
Yeah, it's and I know that, but mm. I'll still waste my time on it, which is I it's what addiction is. Yeah. <laughs> like you know better, but you do it anyways. Yeah. That's that's it. And it goes back to that misunderstanding or I mean misunderstanding, I guess, of what success is. But the crazy thing again, and and like you said, it's addiction, but mm-hmm. like we know this, mm-hmm. but I know that success isn't a viral video or I know that success isn't landing the biggest paying job. Mm -hmm. I know that success is doing the dishes Mm -hmm. and loving my kids and serving my wife. Like, I know that that's success, but I spend my time and attention and my focus and my aspirations are are something far greater than emptying the dishwasher. (laughs) If only they knew that the time I'm investing here will pay out, pay dividends in the future. <laughs> That's right. It won't. It won't. It won't. And uh, you're, you're but the time you put in, like with your kids and and oh, serving your wife, and that will pay yeah. dividends. But. No, I think success is leaving a good, um, like raising your kids well, mm. being a good example for your kids, being a loving husband, you know, yeah. being a godly person. Yeah. That's what. So, the Bible tells us what success is. Basically, mm-hmm. it's it's living like Christ. That's what success is. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of us are stuck in like vanity. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's true because I had that one video that had like two million views. Yeah, and I'm I didn't make any money off of it, and I don't feel any different. Mm-hmm. Like I, all I did was I got yelled at by a lot of angry women. You did. So if you're like, oh, well, I got to keep posting so that I'll eventually get a blow up video. All you're going to get is a bunch of mean comments bunch of people from people you who disagree with you. Terrible you are. We said that pink was uh, the only main major color that was a, a lighter color of a version of another major color. And people were like, well, what, what about, about cyan? What about cyan? <laughs> That's in printer ink. So it has to be a major color. You're not even on the way. That's not pink. Isn't even on the light wavelength. It's like sh- sh- what? Where? Oh my gosh! People were so oh. offended. And then it like makes my blood boil because they're offended over something I think is so trivial. Yeah. But now it's a big thing for me because they made it a big thing. Yeah. About a trivial thing. Yeah. Which is annoying. And then, and they do like the character attacks, which is just crazy. It's like, did you see the one that they were like all podcasters are cavemen? Like, all oh podcasters. yeah. All podcasters are cavemen. Excuse me. Just because we said pink was light red. And somebody else says, you don't know anything about colors. It's like, just because you don't know colors doesn't mean you can make assumptions about colors. And I was just like, what? Who? What is happening? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, funny. man. But hey, you know, we got 17,000 views on a, on a reel on Instagram. Success. So we are now successful. <laughs> That's right. And we got us one more follower on Instagram. <laughs> So we just got to do that 10,000 more times and, and we'll eventually we'll arrived. We'll eventually get sponsored by <laughs> What are we going to get sponsored by? That's first? what I was thinking. What do you think would sponsor us? A work in so progress with Mark and Pete. We are uh church and gym and family oriented. Uh-huh. Is there any cross? Maybe like a lot of like overall health. I thought you were going to say overalls. <laughs> like overalls. <laughs> Like Levi's overalls. You just see the Star Wars and overalls. overalls. <laughs> that is so funny. That would be dude. awesome. Overalls. A lot, of, a lot of overalls. A lot of Carhartt. 
You need to start pushing your overalls. Oh my gosh. You let us know. Um, no, overall health. Overall health. We talk or a like lot about mental health. Mental health. health. Maybe yeah, like one of those health, therapy. Health. Um, I see those. Well, the therapy text, the you texting know, therapy people. You know what's funny is you mentioned um, uh, like the youth pastors and like the scantily mm-hmm. clad, whatever. So like you're getting targeted based on stuff, right? <laughs> like yeah. my the ads I get targeted are therapy ads. Yeah, <laughs> and it's probably because it hears me us talking about our mental health and depression. Most like of my what you most of my ads are. Oh, so I started going to therapy, and it's like an ad on the bottom for yeah. like starting therapy. I'm like, I mean, maybe I should. <laughs> we all got problems, but you're my yeah. therapist, so I don't, <laughs> don't got to worry about it. How about that? This is my therapy right here. <laughs> I uh with the ads the thing that always frustrates me is I'll cuz I get super hyper focused on things. Yeah. And so I'm uh I'm dumb and I'll be like, "Oh my word, I absolutely need this." Yes, I didn't think about it until 5 minutes ago. Yeah. But yeah, I need it. How have I lived without it? How I, this is going to change my life. Uh-huh. Revolutionary. And so I'll go quick and buy it. And then I'll see ads for it for the next month i, was That's like, I already I have it get. i already yes. have it <laughs> yes you don't have to tell me to get this i have it already there are two things uh that i think would help like actually with marketing for ads yeah two things i would like to see one is to your point after you've purchased something stop showing me the ad you got me you're yeah. waste they're wasting Wasted. marketing mm-hmm. revenue on or not revenue marketing funds on you yeah. when they already got gotcha. you yeah. I mean, it's one thing if they want you to buy more, but sometimes they know that I got it though. I don't know. Well, how do they know that you wanted it? I guess my search history cookies and everything. Well, like that. wouldn't they know that you went to their site and made a purchase? Maybe. They should we be just, able to use that same. We just need to be able to link everything up to my bank account so they can see my yeah, bank account. Yeah, let TikTok into your bank account so they, they know what you bought. They can see what I'm spending my money on. Yeah. That's what we need to do for sure. We're not <laughs> far from it. Ideal. Yeah, you're probably um, right. And then the other thing is uh, interactive ads. Like, mm. do you suffer from what's the common like, like uh, illnesses that they Herpes. get? No, herpes. Um, the stuff that from... they like on like the TV ads. Oh, migraines. Sure. Do you suffer from migraines? And you can just be like, no. And then be like, okay. And then they go to the next commercial. Totally. Rather instead than... of wasting, because they're wasting ad yeah. money. Showing ads totally. to people who don't need to see it. Yeah, how many ads I've seen? Do you suffer from ulcerative colitis or yeah. whatever it's called? Uh, no. I've seen okay, so next. So many ads directed towards like elderly women. Yeah, like that's not me. Are you? Yeah, that should that should be the why first that's line. In my algorithm. <laughs> I mean, with AI, yeah. with AI, you'd think that we not that they far away, know. and we have voice activated everything, yeah. so we get voice. Like they ask the questions and we can actually answer. That's what I mean. Oh my word. Like interactive commercials. Yeah. So that, uh, they like sell you a car on the spot. (laughs) Do you need a car? Yes. Yes. All right. Look at this. Can I give you this one? Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Enter your credit. Oh, we already have your bank information. That's right. We got it from TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I would, at least I know people get like really upset about, um, your phone, our phones listening to us. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not our phone listening to us. It's whoever, you know, the CIA, but mm-hmm. <laughs> whoever from Facebook, I'm still not convinced. I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Yeah. What well, do you know? The whole Edward Snowden thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Snowden was a, I think he was in the CIA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he 
leaked information that the government was spying on us through our phones and listening to our conversations. He got, uh, they were going to like arrest him. So he ran away to Russia. It's a whole big thing. There's a movie about it. Mm. So Snowden, anyways, maybe Edward wasn't his first name. I don't remember, but it was Snowden. So you can Google it. It's a big deal. Mm. So he was basically saying the government's listening to us. So everybody's getting listened to through their phone. If they have the power to listen to us, wouldn't they have the power to shut that story down? What story? Snowden. What do you mean shut it down? Like so that you don't know about it? Yeah, but I don't know. It was a big news story. So it mm. got out pretty quick. Because he was a whistleblower, so he told everybody. Mm. And then the story was out. And you should look into it. Mm. Maybe we can talk about it on the, the Gems of Gems History, of History. P- podcast. Um, so yeah, Facebook's definitely So you think listening. that like, it's listening to me oh, on yeah. my phone? And so if I said enough times, yep. I want a pink Segway. A pink Segway? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Segways. Segways are cool. I like driving Segways. Segways. I'm looking, I'm looking for a Segway. I have never searched for a pink Segway before. Yeah. But you think just does from it, this conversation. Does it have to be pink or are you just primed with the word pink from our <laughs> conversation from before? <laughs> I wanted red, but like a lighter version. Yeah. <laughs> like if you mix red with, oh, that was another comment someone said. Technically pink isn't just lighter red. There's actually shades of p- purple in, the, in pink. Right. Just like nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. We were having a third grade conversation. <laughs> Let's leave it, it there. It was an intro to our podcast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a, yeah, at least Facebook puts ads in front of us that like you're interested in, even if they're listening to us, at least it's yeah. applicable to you. Like, segway, Segway, Segway. I want a Segway. <laughs> I want to buy a Segway. How much are Segways? What you just, you get ads for like becoming a, a Subway franchise <laughs> owner because they thought you said Subway. <laughs> Microphone is messed up on my phone. <laughs> so it's my fault. Are you interested in becoming the CEO of your own Subway? subway. <laughs> What? CEO. Or a franchise owner. <laughs> Not CEO. That Every Subway has a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What do you do? I'm the chief executive officer and I make sandwiches. And I make sandwiches. <laughs> I heard if you want to start your own Chick-fil-A, you have to like be the full-time employee there for like four years or something. Seriously? Yeah. It's yeah, or you would have had to have worked there for a so while. You have to like work your way up. You can't just be like me, like call in and say, "Hey, no, I um, think you have start to, one." There's it's a rigorous process of opening a, a Chick Fil A. I've heard, mm. which is why I don't think we have one here yet. Yeah, because it's a big deal. That's what I, I've heard. I feel like we should have one here. It seems like Grafton the right is place just, for one. Grafton is just aching for a Chick Fil A. Yeah, we need it. We don't want it. We need it. We have places for it too. There's spots. There's Dude, spots. The majority of Grafton over by 43 mm-hmm. needs way more stuff. Yeah. Like the Meyer. I'm glad we have the Meyer over there now. Yeah. Um, but Target with everything going on, I'm fine if that goes away. Mm. Um, Home Depot is great. Mm. But like we are lacking hard in restaurants. Yeah. Lacking yeah, hard. Yeah. Like especially like chain restaurants. We don't really have a lot of chain restaurants. No. Go to West Bend or something. No, like there's one place to get French fries by 43 and that's that McDonald's. And that one McDonald's I've heard isn't very good. That's crazy. It's like, oh, I would like to get uh, non-McDonald's French fries. Nope. Nope. You got to drive to Culver's. Can't help you. There's, mm. We need more food over there. Yeah. More food options. And then like Qdoba, which I really like, isn't even that accessible. Like you got to go I know, back you gotta, around like, go. all the... 
back, make like eight turns, and then it's like secluded little parking lot. It's still busy most of the time, but it's like not not really easy. It'll be interesting once Chipotle opens up. Where is it supposed to open, do you know? By the mire, in front of the mire. Oh, okay. I did hear about that. Yeah. Um, Is it in that little strip that already exists? No, they're building a new strip. Oh, okay. I think on the other side. Oh, I wonder what else is going to go in there. Um, A T-Mobile. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, (laughs) that's what we need. We need, (laughs) golly, at least it's not a bank or a car wash. (laughs) Uh, You know where the gym is by Fleet Farm? Mm -hmm. Uh, In front of Fleet Farm. Uh, if you take put in a car wash, I heard there's a car wash going in there and a Starbucks, <laughs> a Starbucks also in yeah. that little spot. Yeah. The same spot. Yeah. It's oh. going to be like a Starbucks and a car wash. At least the Starbucks is going in there. I'm okay. But there's so that. many car coffee shops there's, in Grafton. If you go oh over God. by the, when I saw the this, sign, this, con- this conversation is so contextual. This is very niche. You can if stop you, watching. If you now, are if you're outside bored. of Grafton, Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. But actually Thanks I think listening. probably 50% of the listeners are probably from Grafton. So, <laughs> so they get it. Um, I was so mad when I saw a car wash coming soon. Yeah. I was like, I saw that they sold that property. So it's happening. Yeah. By the flea farm. Yeah. The farm fleet, whichever one it is. Yeah. Okay. Last I heard is that like, they like tried to do it and the city was like, no, you got to fix some stuff. Oh. But it like, it's, there's a sign for it. Well, there was, but now mm. the sign's down. So maybe they're in that, like they got to fix stuff first. Mm. I mean, there's, it was a residential like there's a house yeah, there a house and there's there. a ton of trees. Yeah, so they're going to have to do a lot of work to like knock everything down and make it accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, there's a car wash right down the street. Dude. Oh, man. If another bank goes up, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> so there's like banks. 50 banks within a mile block radius. There's so many banks. Oh, my gosh. Well, just um, if over by the Target and the Meyer, there's three Starbucks. Dude, coffee shops, we need no more. We need, <laughs> we need less coffee shops. Yes. Fiddleheads is trash, by the way. Their coffee Whoa, is Whoa, that is a hot, hot take. take. Hot, let's make a clip about this. Wow. Fiddleheads Again, is- Again, that's going to be very contextual. <laughs> where, where is Fiddleheads like I'm pretty sure there's just a few locations in Wisconsin. Okay. Around us. Fiddleheads is the worst coffee taste <laughs> of any coffee I've ever had. I have a lot of friends that work at Fiddleheads. Oh, trash so I coffee. I can't participate in this hot take. I love their employees. There you go. Good employees s- there. Good save. Employees at Fiddleheads, no, nobody better. Nobody better. But your coffee is the worst. Don't don't get Fiddleheads coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we can get local. rid of Fiddleheads, <laughs> um, and their employees can go work at N Seven or something. There you go. Um, Very contextual. <laughs> this this mic is killing me, oh, man. I just tightened it too, and it just keeps like. I don't know why. Anyways. Yeah, what what do we need more of? We need more restaurants? Yeah. Restaurants. I would say like things to do. Yeah, there's not like a lot of adult activities. Yeah. Like if two people want to go out on a date. I'd love to see an escape room. Oh, escape room would be cool. Yeah. They should put that where the stupid car wash is, is going. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of stuff that you like, have to go into Milwaukee to do or something. Yeah. Like an escape room. Most stuff throwing. you have to go to Milwaukee to do. There's, I wonder have, if it's because land's alleys, expensive up here. I don't know. There's so much land. Up here? I was telling somebody that too. Like there's like so much land is undeveloped here. Well, like where? Which Tell is, me where. Like in our in Ozaki County even. Give me a good spot for the gym because I need to move. You need to move over by Costco. There's so much land just sitting over by Costco. Where? I'm trying to think. Like behind Costco. Oh. Well, not even like, yeah, like it's still like on the highway there. But there's okay. just like that huge of mm. undeveloped land that I don't get why it's not developed. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, 
it's good to have land that's not developed. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember in Florida, so I used to live in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Okay. And it was a big deal when the, the last plot of undeveloped land was sold. Um, like there's no, there's no <laughs> undeveloped land. land. Like there's just, everything yeah. is concrete. If you had the option to live like super rural or super urban, like country or city, what would you pick? Uh, now? Yeah. Uh, probably rural. Yeah. But I would never have said that before. Yeah. I was big city all the way. Yeah. And if I was single, I'd probably still say big city. Okay. I'd probably rather live in a city context. I loved my time in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but but with a family and everything, that yeah. sounds miserable. Yeah. I, I could see that for sure. That's why there's probably not a lot of families in the city. Maybe mm-hmm. there are. Yeah, I don't know. Where do kids play? I don't know. There's parks and stuff. They used but. to they used to be alleyway park or play. Like my dad grew up in um mm. Bay Bayview. Bayview. Sure. Which is a north Milwaukee uh suburb or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they, they would play in the alleyways. Mm. Like they'd kick the ball and ride their bikes and stuff down the alleyways because mm. that's where there was space. Yeah. Um and it was real close to their house. So Mm. Just kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, cars coming get out of the way, and then back to playing. Oh yeah, back to playing. So yeah, that's how it was growing up for us too. But uh, I don't know if there's a lot of kids playing outside much anymore with other kids because mm. parents are probably super paranoid about letting their kids go by themselves. Mm. But my mom told me when she was a kid, when she was like six or seven, her mom or dad would send her to the grocery store with a a list and some cash. And she would go walk to the grocery store mm. and then pick it up and come back. Have you seen that Netflix show? What Netflix show? I don't know what Asian country it is. I'm not going to guess. But there's an Asian country where like, it's a thing. They send toddlers to the grocery store. I did not know that. Yeah. It's toddlers like, is toddlers. like three. Yeah. Like three-year-olds? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And they give them like a little bag and they have like a little flag that they walk with or something. And they give them the route. And they go and they pick out the stuff in the store and they pay for it and then they walk home with it. Wow. They give them like little tasks to do. And so there's a Netflix show about it where like it follows these kids and they're like walking across the street carrying groceries. I kind of love it (laughs) because I feel like it's good to challenge youngsters to like do things. And I I think think most of them are smart of it. Oh, I think kids can do way more. Henry was was side saddling his tractor yesterday or a couple days ago so both feet were on the right side like Uh you know you're supposed to whatever yeah both feet he was on the side of it and standing and riding it man what a stud like dude you're making like doing like tricks my favorite video that you've posted in a while is the one where henry his tractor wasn't working or something and he gets off and just like looking at it looks at it trying to assess the problem then he goes in and peeks at it, close up, close up. That was, I can't believe I got that on camera. That was so good, man. That made me so happy. Yeah, it was hilarious. He looks like a 40-year-old dude <laughs> checking out why his car broke down. And like the thoughts you were having were identical to thoughts that I have when my car breaks down. I have no idea what this is yeah. and what is happening Chat right GPT, now. what happened it's, to my car? It's no longer going vroom vroom. Yeah. So I will stand here and look at it so people do not judge me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is success. That's, that's people success. don't judge me. Laughter with your children 
is success. That's success. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It'd be nice if, um, if we could just trust people enough to just like let our kids go hang out outside and do stuff. Yeah. But it's not just like worried about like kidnapping. It's also um, traffic, mm. people not paying attention while they're driving. Yeah. Uh, kids running into traffic and stuff. And um, It's crazy. Like as a kid, like I would play in, in the road all the time. Yeah, me too. Well, oh, we happened. lived in a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. So the end of the street. Mm-hmm. And our neighbors had kids roughly our age. Mm. So we would just like go immediately next door and like play it. A cul-de-sac with kids your age? Yeah. It doesn't get better than that. It was so so safe. Yeah. Plus my parents knew their parents and like they were cool and nice and they let us hang out all the time. That's the dream. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, um, it's going to be an interesting dynamic of when Henry gets to that age and any future kids we would have is like, um, letting them go to a friend's house. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm gonna really want to know their parents. Oh yeah. Um, because my friends' parents were awesome growing up, mm-hmm. and that was a big factor of like feeling good about going over there. Totally. So. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think I'd let the kids go over to someone's house who the parents I didn't know. Well. Yeah. Like even if they know their kid, the kid from school. Yeah. Or you've never met their parents, I'd be like. I don't know anything about them. Yeah. Like, I just wouldn't feel good about it. Yeah. My Sophia's best friend, we we know her parents really well. That's nice. They're awesome. Yeah, that's nice. They're awesome. It's fun. It's crazy that like Titus is getting to the age now where he's gonna be going to school mm. and like making friends that are boys that are his age. Yeah. Like he's already so boy. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like superheroes all the way, mm-hmm. like don't give me a high five. Let me punch you in the leg and yeah. kick you. And yeah. Um, so like when he like gets around other boys that are like that, like who knows what's going to happen. Chaos and anarchy, dude. <laughs> totally. man. Yeah. Totally. Right now he's a lone ranger when he gets a team of Oof. combatants. They're going to take over Belgium. <laughs> totally. <dude. laughs> Without a doubt. He will, he will be their leader. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, you got anything else? I think I think we're we're well wrapped. I think so. It was fun chatting with you. You too, man. I missed you. It's good to be back. In our routine. Yep. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning yeah, in. And I enjoying. feel like that was very much like, especially at the end there. Like the last twenty minutes was just mm-hmm. like us, like, like us, just completely. Totally, oh, that's right. <laughs> there's a video. Like, oh, hey, that you're here. But that's kind of fun. I think that's kind of the, that's right. If you've point. made it through these last twenty minutes, congratulations. Yeah. Well done. I feel like you should get once we get t-shirts, a work in progress t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoever made it this far, you should get a, you get a free one. We're gonna start selling merch to the, our ten listeners. Yeah, why not? We should do it with a with our logo, but with our faces on the top of the yeah. bodies. I think we should just do one of those shirts. Yeah, I bet eight people would buy them. You think so? Yeah, and then we make five bucks off of each shirt. That's forty bucks, baby. You can put it right back in other shirts after taxes. Split it halfway. We just made ten bucks each. Whoa, that's more than you made on your yeah. face, Facebook we could, video. We could go out to get over or something. We could. Easy. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, thanks for watching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Comment and stuff. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>